Hi, it's Kylie Mojadidi, your host of Kylie Says. If you've landed here, then you might be somewhat like me, a busy mom of two kids working in the corporate world, used to the hustle culture that comes along with your day-to-day. But you might also be spiritually curious and into things like human design, yoga, meditation, past lives, manifestation, and more. But maybe like me, you don't really feel like you have a tribe that you can connect to and talk to openly about these topics, because let's face it, sometimes they can be a little woo-woo. Here, I cut the bullshit and talk about my experience in my current spiritual awakening. What that looks like to do it still fully employed at a corporate job. What it looks like to be a mom of two raising a family in the Bay Area, one of the fastest paced places in the world. And what it looks like to kind of figure out who the hell I am in my mid-30s. Come and join us. I think we'll have more fun together. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. I'm super excited because today's episode is going to be a fun one. It's about something that I've recently become a little bit interested in slash obsessed with. And I first kind of became interested in this during an interview that I did with Alexis Frey. I can link to that interview in the show notes because she did a live card reading for me. And I believe that she did oracle reading for me, but I became interested in oracle cards and tarot cards and just having another modality and a way to kind of utilize the energy from the universe to further my spiritual journey and to kind of just continue to connect with different realms and spirit guides and use it as a way to kind of help me make decisions and learn how to trust my gut and trust that what I'm being told is you know, what's right for me. So it's been something I've been super interested in. And recently I actually had Reiki and I had my tarot cards read from the same practitioner. So since then I purchased a card deck for myself. I'll link the card deck that I found on Etsy. It's called the Stella Luna Tarot Deck. And I really like it. They're super simplistic. I wanted something that was aesthetically pleasing. So not a ton of colors. They're white and black, and I just feel like you can keep them in every room if I wanted to, and it wouldn't just kind of be out of place in my house. So it fits the aesthetic of my home. But the I I really like them. I think the images are super beautiful because technically every single card deck can have their own set of interpretation through the images, and you can choose a deck that kind of fits whatever your personality might be or whichever images best align to whatever you feel drawn to, honestly. I looked through a ton on Etsy and then I kind of just went with the one that I was the most called to that felt within the range, the price range that I wanted to spend. And when I got my tarot cards read, I literally did not know what to think, but we shut our eyes together and did some breathing together and just kind of centered ourselves around the energy that was in the room. And I kid you not, I could feel the energetic shift in the room. I felt like we had created a bubble around us almost and we were in the same energy wavelength. And one of my angel numbers is 11 or 111, 1111. And as she was shuffling the cards, I looked down and she had a tattoo that said 1111. And I was like, okay, this, (laughs) this feels right. This feels good. So since then, I have started a text chain with some of my friends where I have them ask me, a question or something that they want more insight on and then I pull a card for them. I did this recently and my friend was actually with her mom and she was like my mom wants to know this and so I pulled a card for her and then when I actually saw her mom yesterday 
I said, oh yeah, I'm Kylie. And her mom was like, oh my goodness, have you been doing this for a long time? I was so impressed. And it was just kind of a fun way for us to connect. And at first, when I first started learning about tarot, it kind of felt like some sort of witchcraft <laughs> to me. I, I thought it seemed just very witchy, honestly. Like it was bad or it came with bad juju or something. Like how I feel like people associate Ouija boards, which I also used to partake in. But I think that it's kind of a bit up to interpretation in terms of how you think about tarot cards or oracle decks or that kind of source of tapping into your intuition or your divinity or whatever. So because I'm still learning about tarot myself, I wanted to dig into its meaning, the background, philosophy behind how you pull the cards to not only better inform myself, but then to allow me to better inform you with accurate information that was kind of based on more of the the background about what tarot is and I consulted tarot.com for this seems like a legit place to go so let's dive in so first off what is tarot so tarot is meant to be another tool in your toolbox that allows you to really tap into your intuition and the universal energy that's available to you to help guide you through your life Its origins are based in 14th century Europe, and tarot is not meant to be a form of fortune telling. It's meant to be more like a mirror reflecting what's happening in your life at that current moment. So tarot is meant to support you by tapping into hidden thoughts and feelings and bringing them to the forefront so that you can use the information that becomes available to make informed decisions about your life, your love life, what your emotions are telling you, your health, your career, and on and on and on. So a little bit later, I'll give a real world example to kind of help illustrate how I make use of the cards myself and the sorts of things that I ask my tarot cards or that I ask the universal energy and source and spirit guides to kind of help as I'm pulling cards. So today was the first day in years that I had stepped into an actual gym. And I have had a gym set up in my garage since COVID first started when I was about a year into my postpartum journey with my first child. And we have a community gym here and I've made it there a number of times. But for some reason, I don't always feel like there's enough machines to support some of the fitness goals I have. And because there are so few machines, if someone is on it, you just have to wait forever. And there are not multiple machines of the same muscle group. So that always kind of bothered me about the community gyms because if it was busy, it was like almost a waste of time. So I had to do (laughs) some serious internal work to allow myself to get to the point where I not only felt comfortable walking into the gym for the first time, but comfortable enough to go legit into the weight room with all the men and women who are like gym rats, who are like 10 times more fit than me and make myself look and feel like I belonged And just felt comfortable like I deserved to be in that space. And let me tell you, that took some serious internal pep talk. Even when I was driving to the gym, I was saying out loud to myself, like, you can do this, you can do this, you belong here, you belong here. And I just did not let myself get overwhelmed by any negativity or negative thoughts about my body. I just went in there, you're looking in the mirror. I'm not necessarily seeing what I want to see. And I'm seeing the reflection of other people. I feel like you kind of catch eyes with other people and it can be really uncomfortable. But I just stay totally rooted in my 
security and self and that I'm there for me and only me. I'm not there to be seen. I'm not there to fuck around. I'm not there to chit chat. And I'm not there to compare myself to other people. I am legitimately there to work on something for myself and just genuinely to work on myself. So that was, that'll give you a little bit of just a baseline before I I talk a little bit about what I, why I pulled cards and what I feel like they told me. So for a little bit more general information about tarot. So most, pretty much every single tarot deck will come with 78 cards and they're broken into themes. And you can kind of think of the, the themes like the hearts, the diamonds, the spades, but there are, so there are major arcana cards and there are 22 of them. And then there are 56 minor arcanas. The major arcanas are meant to represent significant life events on a large scale. And the minor arcana deal with what you'd consider more day-to-day life things or happenings. And the minor arcana include the four suits, which again is kind of like the heart, spades, diamonds, etc. that you'll find in traditional cards. And in tarot, each suit is numbered 1 through 10 with an additional court card. So you'll have a king, a queen, a knight, and a page. And then the four suits are pentacles, wands, cups, and swords. And I'll explain a little bit about what each of these suits are. So the pentacles. These pertain to things that in the material and the physical world. So these oftentimes indicate money, success, career, and emotional and spiritual prosperity. The wand, so again, if you pull up pentacles, you can have an ace through a knight or an ace through a king rather. So you can have a page, a knight, a queen, a king, an ace, and then a one through 10. They all signal or signify something different. So that's the same for all of the suits that I'm going to read. So the wands. So the wands are more spiritual and are really meant to illustrate the energy of movement, growth, and beginnings. I kind of think about the wands as like if you're waving a wand in the air, imagine it's almost like there's a light associated with it and you can see how the way that the light reflects in the in the air ultimately in the energy. It's like a sparkler. When you move a sparkler up and down, it kind of stays in one place for a little while that's how you can think about the wands with like the energy of the movement of the wand and that being more spiritual in nature. So these cards represent innovation and ideas that are often related to your specific purpose in the world. The cups. So I've pulled cups a ton of times when I've been reading for myself. And when I had my tarot cards read, I also, one of the cards that came, one of the cards that was pulled for me was another cup card. And these are connected to our emotions and our relationships and in particular matters of the soul. So these cards speak to our emotional well-being. So if you think of cups in a way of is your cup empty or is your cup full? And then you can be the interpreter based on what the cards signal to you. So the pentacles, you can almost think of like bracelets. That's kind of like how I think of them, like things that you can obtain the wands are something that's like the the energy of the movement. It's spiritual. It's like casting a spell on your energy. The cups, again, are about your emotions and your relationships, if your cup is full or if your cup is empty. And then the last suit are swords. And as a sword would indicate, these are most closely associated with conflict. So really like cutting to the heart of the matter and revealing your greatest challenges, perhaps. So these can inform you of illness of things like war or loss and death 
and also potentially some truths that you need to face in order to move forward. So ultimately, it's meant to kind of be a stark reality check, but ultimately, it's meant to kind of help guide you on the right path and help you utilize the information in a positive way to move forward. And then how you spread the cards. So this this is a little bit confusing to me, to be honest. And in the guidebook that goes along with my tarot card deck, it gives you all of these ways that you can pull the cards. I tend to do one of two things. So I will shuffle the cards. So you're meant to shuffle the cards in any order. So the most popular way, which I'm still learning when you pull your cards is the Celtic cross. I honestly don't even know exactly what that means, but apparently there are like countless other ways to do this. So to start simply, which is what I recommend if you're interested and what I do now, I ask a specific question and then I draw one to three cards. So you can, you'll shuffle your deck and then you'll cut the deck, meaning that you'll kind of like move the cards in groups in different areas throughout the deck. And then you can pull cards in whatever specific manner you want. What I find the most interesting is that in a tarot spread, each card has its own meaning. For example, so you can ask questions or seek to gain knowledge from three cards, one meaning past, one meaning present, and one meaning future or possible outcome. So you can say something like, what is my, what are some of my hardships meant to teach me? And then you'll pull three cards. One, that something that you've learned from the past, something that is meant for your present, and then something that is meant to be, a, you know, that can be a possible outcome for your future. So when it comes to actually like shuffling the cards, it's customary to shuffle them all and then cut them as many times as you like while you think about your question. So when I'm doing this, I like to shuffle my cards and then kind of hold the entire deck up to my heart, shut my eyes, and try to really connect with like the energy around me and the energy through the cards. Then I'll do one of two things. I'll either lay the cards out in front of me. Like if you think about it going from left to right and kind of moving your hands so that the cards are completely splayed out. And then sometimes I'll run my palm over all the cards with my eyes shut just to kind of see where the energy is coming from. And if I feel like I'm getting some sort of energy back through my palm over one specific area in the set of cards... I will pull at least one card from that section. And the other way that I do it is after shuffling the cards and cutting the cards as many times as I want, I'll just pull from the very top of the deck. So whatever the first card is or the first three cards are at the top of the deck, that's what I'm getting. And then also one thing that's interesting is, and I haven't actually read this, but the practitioner who pulled my cards for me two of the cards that she pulled like jumped out of the deck when she was shuffling and she said okay these are like definitely cards that you need and then she pulled one card so it's it seems to me that if a card jumps out while you're shuffling that you're meant to receive the message from that card so if you are shuffling or if someone's shuffling and a card jumps out that's one that you are meant to have read for you at that time Um, that's something that you're supposed to hear so now getting to the story about how I pulled my own cards when I got home from the gym. So I felt super proud of myself when I left the gym. I I didn't get to stay as long as I wanted because I had a wax appointment. So I tried to finish my workout with some quick abs. I was going to use the steam room and then um, go to my appointment. But again, I didn't have time. So I think when I have more time, I'm going to try to get 
more of like a full-fledged experience out of being there if I can, especially if I'm doing it when I know that the kids aren't like at home waiting for me. So I got home, I made a good lunch, I was feeling really good about myself and happy with how I had, you know, committed to myself and also followed through on my workouts. So when I got home, I consulted my cards that were laying on my nightstand and I asked myself, like, what am I meant to continue my fitness journey? And if so, like, what do I need to hear about my fitness journey to either like motivate me or just in general, is there anything that I'm supposed to hear right now as I'm feeling really good about, you know, kind of beginning my fitness journey again, because I go through these ebbs and flows with fitness. I'll be really on, be feeling really good. And then because I'm feeling really good, I'll set myself back. And it's never really a lifestyle thing. It's always like a moment by moment thing for me. And I really want to get into like, I want it to become habitual where I take care of myself through working out, whether it's like going on a walk. Ultimately, I want to be incorporating more movement into my day, whether that's at the gym or home. So whatever that might look like, that's something that I want to be mindful of. So I asked the cards, I shuffled the deck, I cut it a few times, I breathed into my answer, and then I drew three cards. And I like to draw three cards because I feel like it can kind of tell me a holistic story instead of one card, which can feel a little bit stark if it's negative, because that's one thing that is worth being mindful of when you're actually pulling the cards is that you can have super positive cards, but then there are also cards that can be kind of scary. Um, So luckily I haven't gotten any of those cards ever, but it is worth being mindful of because so if I open my key, they're like some of the cards that I would say are kind of like scary. Like there's a card that's like devil justice like some of those just seem like very dark temperance like some of these just seem a little bit dark so it can be a little bit scary so that's I think something that you have to keep in mind when you're going through the card deck so anyway the three cards that I drew were the tower the king of cups and a reversed four of cups so also one thing to keep in mind is that there are two ways to interpret to interpret the cards after you pull them And one is like the normal way, meaning that you pull the card and you place it right side up facing you and then you read your guidebook in the, you know, with a description that is meant and or associated with that card. The other way is reverse, meaning that you pull the card and when you lay it down, it's upside down. So this is, you know, it's upside down or it's reversed. So let's get into the three that I pulled. So the tower is one of the 22 major arcana cards. So this is one of the cards. So if I look up at my at my notes um, about the major arcana, I lost my spot. Oh, so the major arcana are meant to represent significant life events on a large scale. So the towers, keywords are destruction, catastrophe, consequences, and detoxification. At first, I was like, oh, dear. (laughs) Well, that does not sound good. So I read through the rest of the card without just throwing them all away because that does not, that does not immediately elicit positivity in my future fitness journey. So 
according to the guidebook that's associated with my cards. My, this particular card reads, the tower signifies a time of total destruction. The foundations we've relied upon, however dysfunctional, have been ripped out from underneath us. Free falling, we may feel terror or despair. If you've pulled the tower, the gift here is that the real solutions and solid foundations can be put in place now that an untenable situation is no longer sapping your energy. When something in our life isn't working, like a habit, a job, etc., but we refuse to acknowledge the issues. We build an increasingly precarious tower held together with temporary solutions, wishful thinking, and denial. Now is the time to purge, detox, and start afresh. Now that made me feel a little bit better <laughs> when I got to the end of the card. So what is, and again, everything in tarot is totally up to personal interpretation. So what I interpreted this card to mean to me, what really spoke to me out of that definition was that my old ways of approaching fitness have not worked. And it's time that I have to completely detox my mind about how I had approached fitness in the past. And I need to focus on completely deconstructing the old narratives I had about myself, about my body and the reasons that I've pursued fitness. So instead of keeping myself in this tower of safety, where I don't try, I don't push the boundaries. I don't actually, I don't actually put myself in a position to to change ultimately and I stay stuck in this tower doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over like Rapunzel I need to put my hair down climb down the tower and take a risk because I will never move forward in reaching my goals if I'm stuck in that tower doing the same thing I have to climb down and see what's and see what's outside of it so ultimately I must break the tower down that I've created for myself and I will reemerge as a new version of myself and get rid of any of the old narratives that held me back in my fitness journey. So that was my way of interpreting that card. And especially knowing that this is like one of the major themes of life, I thought that that was actually a really good way for me to interpret what that tower meant. Like I have to break free of the tower and push myself to do things out of my comfort zone. Yes, I might be scared, but I will never be able to accomplish the goals or the dreams that I have for myself if I don't actually try. Next card was the Four of Cups, and this was reversed. So the meaning, the Four of Cups is one of the minor cards. So this is more of the day-to-day -day life. And the Four of Cups signifies a readiness to re-engage with your life, to start saying yes again, even to new relationships. And again, this is the reversed version of the Four of Cups. So what this meant to me given that it says you need to, re it signals a readiness to re-engage with your life. This meant maybe once I begin to take the risks associated with re-emerging as a new me through my fitness journey, that could be the transformation that I've been looking for if I allow it to be. So if I work hard and rid myself of the negative emotions and feelings that I've had like stagnant in me for so long and work through them through my fitness journey, I might reemerge feeling like I've been awarded a new life. And one thing that I've read before um, is when we work out our muscles, we're working out our you work out your issues through your tissues or something like that. There's a saying that's like, work out your issues through your tissues. And it basically means that your body is holding on to all of your negative emotions and you'll never be able to release them if you don't actually start moving your body and moving your muscles. The more you work your muscles and your tissues and you kind of like break them down, the more you break down those negative thoughts. So that's kind of what came up for me when I was thinking about this card. And lastly, so the last card that I pulled was the King of Cups. So if you think about the cups, 
I got two cups cards. So the cups are connected to our emotions and our relationships and in particular matters of the soul. So you can think about this as matters to you individually. So if I think about what I needed to hear when in regards to my fitness journey and how my fitness journey may potentially impact my emotions and my relationship with my soul or myself, I feel like that's pretty telling. It wasn't a sword. It wasn't a wand. It wasn't a pentacles. I got two cups cards that basically tell me that I need to reimagine my emotional relationship with myself and with my soul. And then I can do that through fitness. That's what this is telling me. So the keywords, so the king of cups is one of the court cards in the minor arcana. And the description reads, the king represents complete control of one's emotions and the ability to balance them with logic. It indicates someone who is mature and diplomatic. And what this means to me or how I interpret the cards. So I've worked with my psychiatrist to lower the dose of my medication because ultimately I want to kind of reintroduce a non-medicated version of me. When we increased my medication, I almost felt like I was just too unemotional about things. Like I was just coasting by unfeeling and it became a little bit worrisome to me. And so now I have lowered my dose for my antidepressants. I'm on like the lowest dose you can possibly be taking. And what this is telling me is that in order to get complete control of my emotions and the ability to balance them with logic, fitness might just be the answer for me. So maybe fitness is the key to my future journey without being medicated anymore. And it's the key to me being able to actually be the version of me that I've always wanted to be that I've been too afraid to be. But if I regulate my emotions and my relationship with myself through a fitness journey, then I might actually be able to have a new relationship with myself that's a lot more meaningful and substantive than it has been thus far while I've been struggling with all of the things that I've been struggling with as a result of eating disorder and just all of those things. So sorry, I'm shuffling my microphone around a little bit because what I'm going to do is pull a card for the end of this episode. I want to see what it says. I want to see what it is. I'm going to read it to you and then give you my live interpretation of what I think that it might mean. So you're going to hear me shuffling around a bit. So shuffling my cards. And sometimes I've even been pulling cards throughout the workday for myself. If I feel like I have a meeting that I'm nervous for, if I feel like I'm going to have to have a tough conversation, like what is the message that I need to keep in mind for myself as I approach this conversation, if I'm feeling burnt out, if I'm feeling uninspired, if I'm feeling super creative and I want to get some support in that realm, like that, those are all reasons where you can pull cards. So now I'm going to just shuffle and I'm going to cut the cards a bit. So that basically means that I'm just moving the cards all throughout, cutting them. So you can think of cutting cards as like if you're moving them around the deck by grouping and just moving them anywhere. So instead of laying them all out. Okay, so if I'm being thoughtful about what I need to know or what anyone listening needs to know. Let's think about what anyone listening might 
need to hear right now, including myself. I'm a little nervous, so I'm trying to breathe into the cards, but I feel like this one is a good one. Okay, so we pulled an upside down emperor, which is one of the major arcanas. And there's an empress and an emperor. The keywords of this card are reliability, responsibility, and fatherhood, interestingly. So, because this card was pulled upside down, the reversed emperor reveals that the upright qualities of this card that are latent are latent in you or in your situation. It's time to become more assertive, decisive, and attentive to schedules, materials, and productivity. Alternately, the reversed emperor can indicate a coup, revolution, or overthrowing of leadership. This might be a celebratory event or might feel like sabotage or indicate an undermining force in your life. So just for, just for consistency's sake, the upright version of the card says that this card represents stability, rules, and authority. Every symbol on this card is a representation of strength and power. The emperor may be old and wise, but he is strong and stubborn and represents the result of taking firm and deliberate action. Hmm. So I've never pulled this card before. So given that we have the reversed, it's time to become more assertive, decisive, and attentive to schedules, materials, and productivity. Okay, so for me, if I'm looking at this card thinking that there's a, a feminine and a masculine to every single side of things, so there's a feminine you have feminine traits and you have masculine traits. And that's not just if you're a man or a woman or however you identify. This is just in general, every human being has feminine traits and masculine traits. And I actually had been doing a lot of reading because so many of us associate ourselves with the masculine traits. So think about that, like, let's get shit done. Let's go. Where the feminine is like, let me read into the situation. Let me let me tune into my creativity. Let me flow through this and see what comes up for me. Let me journal. Like those are more of the feminine things. So the fact that we pulled the emperor and that we pulled it reversed instead of upright makes me think that in order for me to continue to reach my goals, I need to lean into some of that masculine energy. That's going to be important for me to actually continue to make decisions, be assertive in those decisions, and also increase my productivity. There is a time and a place for me to use that creative energy and that creative flow. But when it comes time to me wanting to get shit done, that's when I really need to tap into that masculine side of me and be assertive in what I want and how I'm going to get it. So keep that in mind. If that's something that, if that's a message that resonates with you and something that you need to hear, then it's time to be assertive and go after what you want. Okay, so I hope that this was informative. And again, I'll link the tarot cards that I've been using in, in the show notes because I find them really beautiful. The only downside to these ones that I found is that I feel like the guidebook could be a little bit more informative. So there's not a ton of information that you can read about each one of the cards. And I know that some of the people that I know that have tarot cards theirs have a ton more information associated with each of them. So I usually have to actually look up the cards online after I pull a card and read through the guidebook version, simply because I feel like I need more information about them. Um, so there's that. And then one thing that I think is important about the cards that I chose, 
just so that you have context. So on the back of my card, on the back of my card deck, it says that these cards were beautifully illustrated for the modern seeker and that the Stella Luna Tarot deck honors the traditional meanings of the Rider Waite Smith deck with contemporary symbolic imagery. The artwork in this deck is designed to speak to those that seek celestial guidance in their daily journal or daily journey and connection to the natural world around them. The symbolism is minimal but provocative to engage your mystical eye along its interpretive path. So again, the reason why I like these is the tie to celestial because I am a Pleiadian and I believe in that sort of thing and being guided by the cosmos and then I also think that everything is up to interpretation and I kind of like to be able to look at the cards and make my own interpretation. If you are ever interested in learning more about tarot, reach out and I'll see if there's anything that I can help inform for you or I can do a reading for you. Okay, thanks so much for stopping by. If you've made it this far, then you are a real one. And I thank you so much for, th for taking the time to listen to what I had to say. One thing that would be so impactful and meaningful for me is if you would be open to leaving a review or... Alternatively, if you think that there's a message within this episode that would resonate with someone that you love or care about, it would mean so much if you could share Kylie Says with them through the link or have them stop by Apple Podcasts or Spotify to listen, subscribe, and leave a review. I would love to hear what you think and to hear your beautiful words and thoughts or any sort of recommendations that you have for me that would make this a more enjoyable listening experience for you. Thank you so much. It means so much to me that you stopped by. Thank you.